This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Chris Adams-Wall. All right, well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest show. Chris Adams-Wall, joined now by the race broadcasters, Andy Freed and Neil Solons. And uh, guys, obviously, we're in the middle of the offseason now. Really tough exit for the Rays. They go down 2 nothing to the Texas Rangers, who also swept the Baltimore Orioles, which we will get to. But just wanted to get your thoughts, both of your thoughts, on the Rays' exit, because uh, it seemed abrupt, to say the very least, Andy. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been subscribing to the Misery Loves Company uh, mantra, because for the Rays were like the first of the disappointing teams uh, this offseason, and they've since been joined by all the other teams that either won 100 or uh, 99, as the Rays did. The Orioles are out, the Braves are out, the Dodgers are out, and they're all saying, why did we play 162 games just for this? But um, it all comes down to who's hot at the time. You know, the, the Phillies are, they to me, the Phillies look like the best team overall. They and the Rangers look like the two best teams. The Astros look like the team that's most experienced, which they are, and they seem to be weathering every storm. And then you've got the Cinderella team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I would have thought that of the 25th anniversary teams, the Rays had a better chance of getting to the league championship series than Arizona. But as it turns out, Arizona's playing better than the Rays were, and they deserve it. And they've gotten healthy, and their pitchers are doing really great. I mean, suddenly, the, the, you know, we thought the Rays had the great late bullpen. They never got in because the Rays never had a lead against the Rangers. But the Diamondbacks, Neil, have been able to uh, utilize their bullpen just as we want. And suddenly, Ginkle and Seawald at the end of games look as dominant as any team going into postseason. Yeah, I mean, I look at it a couple ways. I, I think first, um, baseball's cruel. I mean, whether you're the first team out or the next to last team out, it's going to end in a way that you don't want it to. Um, and you can say that for every team that's been eliminated so far. And is it something you learn for, from? Is there a pattern? Is there something you can gain? I don't know. We may go into that more. Um, you know, I, I think – there is a little bit of randomness in the postseason and, and little things matter and give credit to the teams that are hot because the best team sometimes win this year. I don't think the best team has won. I think the hottest team will end up winning. Um, we won't look back on this season, whether it's Philly, Arizona, Houston or Texas and say that was the best team in the league in, in baseball this year. They were the hottest team. So at the right time, they were the best team. But sometimes that's the way it goes. In fact, probably more often than not, that's the way it goes in, in, in the playoffs. It's kind of hard to find a, a formula for what to predict, right, when you get to the postseason because Andy mentioned it, the Orioles are out, the Dodgers are out, the Braves are out, the Rays are out. Even the Brewers, those those five teams had the most wins, and they went a collective 1-13 in the postseason. And – I remember when we found out the Rays were going to be playing the Rangers and we were kind of over the moon where we were like, this is the team we want. This team blew their chance at a division title. 
and they're kind of going backwards into the postseason, and they're a squad that has not lost yet. So, I mean, and then you got a team like Houston, right, who's in this, their seventh straight league championship series. So you can say, yeah, playoffs are a crapshoot, but it seems like the Astros have a formula. I mean, Andy, what do you think of all this? Is there a formula? It seems like there's not. Usually, to me, it's the team that's the most healthy ends up winning. And you know, I remember Neil saying that a couple of years ago, and that really registered with me because that, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, the, the Rays were playing with an arm behind their back through most of August and September and still ended up winning 99 games. But you look at the teams. Arizona, this is the best Arizona's played all year. Uh, the Rangers, I, we were all there in the room when Bruce Bochy, Bruce Bochy was being asked to Tropicana Field by the Ranger writers, what is your team here? Are, are, are the, here we are 162 games in, and we still don't know what the Rangers are. And they've gone on streaks like this uh, throughout the year, and then they lose one nothing when all they had to do was win to win the division in game 162, and then they turn it around. So I, there is a bit of serendipity to it. I do think, though, that maybe it's because of the long season uh, that people expect more out of a, a baseball postseason but look, the more teams you invite in, you know, it's like the field of 64, or the field of 68. You know, sometimes the 15 beats the two. Uh, it just it just happens. Personally, I mean, I, boy, get off my cloud. But at, at the same time, or get off my lawn, whatever we like to say. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was probably a little bit more of a fair system uh, when I was growing up. But I'm probably not the only person to feel that it was best when they were growing up. I do think that there is something in us in baseball that tends to criticize the current game, and I refuse to fall into that. So, look, this is the tournament. This is the tournament that the owners and the players agreed to. And as fans, we're getting more baseball. And I know a lot of young fans, and they love this. Uh, so it's great. It, I think when Neil says there's a degree of randomness to it, I take it a step farther. I think it's almost all random at this point. It's a coincidence when the best team actually wins. I mean, I, I, I'm starting to think that perhaps there should be some sort of even more of an advantage for a team that wins the division or the teams with the best records, but maybe those are little tweaks. Bottom line, we finally started to see some drama, whether it be the Braves beating the Phillies in that electric play in game two or game five yesterday for the, or game four yesterday with the, with the Phillies and the Braves was just a phenomenal baseball game. It was really, really great. and The fans were going nuts. So uh, it, there's always going to be a degree of randomness to it, Neil, but, uh, I learned from you. It's the healthy teams that win. And the teams that are going right now are probably the teams that are mo I mean, the Braves didn't have Charlie Morton. That could have been a very different series if Charlie Morton is in there. So there's no excuses by the end. You, you, Whoever's healthy gets to play. And usually the ones that have their teams put together are the ones that win. Yeah, he got what one at bat. What if Byron Buxton were healthy? What does that change with the, the Twins? I, I think a couple things matter. I do think health matters. But I also do think, like, star power Somewhat matters. I mean, you take a look at the four teams that are left. Houston still has Jordan Alvarez, who, who is becoming one of the best players and postseason players of our generation. The same could be said for Bryce Harper being in the middle of the Phillies lineup with Trey Turner and JT Realmuto uh, and Nick Castellanos, who's now doing things he's never done. And, and even with Alvarez, you got Bregman and Altuve. With Texas, you have Simeon and Seeger at the top of of a roster and Nathan Avaldi, who's extremely playoff season is their top pitcher. And then Arizona, while they don't have as, as polished stars, Corbin Carroll's a star player right now. I mean, he's the centerpiece of a really, really talented group. Their young players are playing really well too right now. I think that does matter. Um, 
you know, were there star players on teams that lost? Yeah. But I, I think like you look at some really elite players at the four teams that are left. Give me all you know, the chaos, right? Let me jump in for a second, Chris. Neil brings up a, a really interesting point, and I'm curious when it, when it comes to the Rays. I mean, you think about it in 21, 22, and 23 now, who's really performed all that well uh, in the postseason? I mean, I think back to 21, Wander and Randy hit well. That was pretty much it. Uh, McClanahan pitched well in one game and not well in another. Uh, the young players did not perform well in that series. In 22, the team pitched great, but they didn't hit at all. And in 23, they didn't pitch well, and they didn't hit well, and they didn't defend well. So is there something missing from the Rays uh, that that we're not seeing uh, through 162? I, I, I've never bought into that, but I'm starting to think maybe there is something to it. I, I don't know. I, I hope that Baseball Ops is putting their heads together, and I know they are, to try to figure out what is the ingredient missing when it comes to, to October. But then you could flip it around, and Betts and Freeman performed very poorly for the Dodgers, and those are two of the biggest stars going in the game. So may, that leads me back to randomness. But just from our standpoint with the Rays, are they missing something? I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it just comes down to you, you're, you're trying to hit against the best pitchers. And when you're trying to face the best pitchers, quite often the best pitchers win. I think there's something to that. I also think there's more focus from all aspects in a postseason. You know, when when you're in a random series in July, people are taking a look at your club and they're scouting you, but they're not scouting you like they're scouting you for the postseason. There's probably multiple people in a baseball operations office assigned to how do we get Yandi out? How do we get Randy out? How do we get that's not happening in the regular season. The attention to detail is greater. The focus on everybody is greater. And sometimes that allows you to neutralize a player that may have had more success against lesser teams or lesser pitchers than in the regular season. And now they're facing only the best who can execute your plans really well. I think there is something to that. But I also, I have thought about the, the from a raise angle, think about 2020. There were no fans in the stands. You went to the World Series. Is it is it younger players, and especially this year, because you were missing so many players that were either physically injured um, or or not at full health, um, even if they were playing? Is there something about the fact that even in 19, you won the wild card game, but then you lost in four to Boston uh, or, or four to uh, five to Houston? Um, you know, you look at 19, 21, 22, 23, fairly quick exits. 20, you had a really good run without, without generally until the World Series fans in the stands. So is there something to that for young players or a young team where there is a need of an established presence that can calm a, a young group down and allow them? And I, and I mentioned the Seegers, the Simeons, maybe they have an influence on the Evan Carters and, you know, the, the Josh Youngs of the world. And, and maybe that, maybe having Evan in the, in the dugout, has, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of articles that have said that Evans had a positive influence. I don't know if that's necessary, but I don't know if it would, if, if it could help just like, you know, having a Floyd, a Hinsky, um, you know, a Percival in 08. I, I think Zach Eflin had a great influence on the pitching staff all year. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think it's certainly something they're going to look at. They're going to look at everything to try and figure this out. I mean, this group is as committed as anybody to winning a world series. Um, and that's why 
I think this year hurt because I think for all of us, because they put so, we know how much energy was put into this. We know what a great job Kevin Cash did. We know what a great job Eric Neander and the rest of the race front office did. And unfortunately it ended abruptly as it did for Toronto and Baltimore and, and so many other teams. Right. And now the final four is exactly what everybody predicted. It's Houston and Texas and it's Arizona and Philadelphia. So having said that, let's preview both of these championship series. Let's start in the National League and then we'll come back to the Rays League, the American League, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Young team for Arizona, Phillies, bit more experienced. I guess hindsight is always 2020. The Phillies did this exact same thing to the Braves last season when the Braves were a worse team. They were the two seed in the National League last year. Uh, one seed this year, obviously. But who do you guys like in this series? I'm very quick to just say it's going to be Philly and it might even be a sweep, but you forget what the Diamondbacks just did to a team like the LA Dodgers. What do you got, Andy? You think Arizona has enough to get back to their second World Series ever? Or do you think Philly's going to go back for the second straight year? Phillies have to be considered the heavy favorites, I would think, going in. But uh, there are uh, a couple players with Arizona that may have something to say about that. And they're the guys on the mound. You know, Zach Gallen is an ace-type pitcher. He's tremendous. Uh, Merrill Kelly pitched a great game against the Dodgers. Uh, their starters have been really, really good. And their late bullpen has been excellent also. So... I, I would have to think that Phillies are a strong favorite. They seem to have it all, but I almost think the Diamondbacks' bullpen could be just as good as the Phillies at, the, at this point. The Phillies seem to have quite an advantage at home also. Um, so, I, and uh, they, yeah, I'm trying to think. They'll, they'll get one, two, six, seven at home. Am I, am I right with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, you'd have to get, I mean, every advantage seems to be in the Phillies' uh, court right now, but Starting pitching levels it out. And if Gallon goes out and pitches really well against Wheeler in game one, then you've got a very different kind of series, and the Diamondbacks could set a tone with that. Like we all predicted, two wildcard teams facing off in the CS on the National League side. I mean, I, I will say this. I'm rooting for Arizona. Um, you know, they're, they're the Rays twin in terms of, you know, when they were born as a franchise. And Evans there, who's never won a World Series, and at 38, you know, you see that and you've got Tommy Pham, who was a big part of the Rays getting back to the postseason. And uh, Merrill Kelly was part of this organization. And he, he basically went to Korea because there wasn't a chance to pitch at this level um, and with the Rays. And Ryan Thompson, who was, who was also an important piece of, um, you know, several Rays postseason teams. So it's easier. It, it, my heart says I'd love to see Arizona win. My head says I'm watching the Phillies and I'm looking at that lineup with, you know, the, the top group with Harper, with Castellanos, with Turner, with Real Muto and going and how and Andy mentioned it, how good they are at home. I mean, that is and I know Arizona has won postseason games against what Milwaukee and the Dodgers. I 
for me, I think Philadelphia was here last year. I think there's, I, I think they have some guys who focus better in these, in these moments in October. I, I, I think that Bryce Harper is becoming a premier player in the month of October. Um, and I think Philly's pitching is probably a little bit like we talk about Arizona's bullpen. I mean, they used what Matt Strom is like their fifth reliever. He was not, he was not their, their lockdown guy at the end of a game, but between Dominguez and Alvarado and Soto and uh, Strom and Kimbrell, I mean, there's, there's just as many good relievers on the Philly side. So, I mean, I think it probably it's unless Arizona wins it in five, if it goes back to Philadelphia, Philadelphia wins the series. I, I would say probably Philadelphia. I, and I think they would do it. I'll say it'll go six uh, and they'll do it at home. That's a long flight too. You got to factor that in, right? Phoenix to Philly, you're essentially going across the country. And of course, the better that Bryce Harper becomes, the angrier the Yankees fans get that the, Brian Cashman didn't sign him that one offseason, uh, which is which is interesting. Little trivia question before we continue. I think we're going to hold off on predictions until the very end because we want to bring everybody on for this. But oh, no, it's okay. Sorry. No, hey, little little teaser there from from Neil Solons. Do you guys know how many championships the city of Phoenix has? Well, have the Coyotes won anything? I don't know. No, no. So they got the Suns. Have they ever won at all? No. Arizona Cardinals, right? They haven't won anything. So are we at zero? We're at one. Oh, one. Who's one? one. The Diamondbacks. Oh, the Diamondbacks, right. You know. I think their new color scheme kind of throws throws you off because oh, one, they were teal and purple, and now they're they're red and, and black. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So that'll be an interesting series. I know my prediction, but we'll hold off until the end. Now let's go to the ALCS where we have a location for a playoff matchup. It's Houston, Texas, which is kind of cool. It's like when the Seahawks played uh, the football team in Washington and we had Seattle, Washington in the, in the, uh, in the, I think it was the wild card round. This is the first time, obviously, that these two teams have faced each other in the postseason with Houston coming over about 10 years ago to the American League from the National League. Texas has not lost a playoff game yet. Houston is the battle-tested one. They got by the Twins with relative ease. What do you think of this series, though, Andy? I think it should be pretty entertaining, you would think, anyway. I think that uh, this one is especially interesting because you have two teams that uh, have faced each other a lot. I mean, not just this year, but, but over the years. So there's no real surprises to it. I think for the Rangers, though, for them getting by the Astros, that has been their white whale. Uh, that they have not been able to get by the Astros, whether it be regular season or individual series. Uh, and now they're getting a chance to meet in the postseason. To me, that's the most interesting undercurrent of all of it. You've got the team that has just dominated in the Houston Astros over the I mean, Houston goes in there and beats that. They did it again during the regular season. Uh, it, right. You know, when the Rangers were at their worst, the Astros went in and swept. I think it was four in a row and it wasn't even close. They, they just beat their doors down. From the very beginning, they had huge leads and, and just blew them out in every game. So that, to me, is the most interesting part of it. And uh, a lot can be made of the veteran managers. And the only part that I don't like about when it gets framed as old school manager versus new school manager, all the old guys know what they're doing. They're great managers, Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy, but there's also great young managers, too. To me, this is not um, a situation of, uh, of the veteran managers are always going to be better. I think they probably have a sentimental 
part in people's hearts. I mean, I remember watching Dusty Baker with the Dodgers in the 70s, and uh, I remember watching Bruce Bochy in the 84 World Series with the, the Padres homering against uh, the, 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 I'm trying to remember if it was against Willie Hernandez or Aurelio Lopez in Game 5, even though they lost the game. I mean, I've been aware of Bruce Bochy for a long time, and being around him, when we were in that press conference, guys, uh, and we were all sitting there, I found myself uh, starting to understand Bochy a little bit and uh, realizing why he is a good manager. He really does have a calming presence. You know, he comes all he comes off almost as like the Lou Brown major league sort of manager, <laughs> that old school gruff with a little bit of a southern twang and slow talking. You know, gonna, but he's he's not, I and mean, he really is a lot more than that. And I gained a lot of um, just a lot of uh, feel for what makes Bochy so good in postseason. Just those little press conferences and the way he managed the game. It's going to come down to Kenavaldi and uh, and Montgomery pitch the way they did, and then what will they get out of Max Scherzer, Neil? And uh, I I think that that's what it comes down to. Can they beat the Astros? Yes, but that is their that is their big one that they've been trying to reel in for a long time. Well, yeah, I think a lot depends not only on Scherzer but John Gray. I mean, are, are they added to the roster because they can help or do they add it to the roster because they think they can help? And that, to me, there's a big difference between the two. If they help, Texas has a much better chance to be able to, to capture the series and go back to the World Series and have a chance to win their first. Um, I think on the flip side of this, I think either team that wins, it's because they have great players. I mean, look how many games Alex Bregman and, and Jose Altuve have had combined, what, as many playoff games as most rosters between the two or, or more than most rosters between the two players. They're really good players and they're really good postseason players. And between those two and Altuve and Tucker, I mean, it's, it's a really tough lineup to get through. I mean, you're having Jeremy Pena pit at the bottom of the order and he was a, a like an LCS in a world, you know, he, he was an MVP and, and here he is at the bottom. So I mean, they're they're really good lineups, top to bottom. I think they both defend really well too. Um, so for me, it'll probably come down to mistakes, either on the mound or in the field. I kind of like the matchup with the two veteran managers, though. I mean, you got Dusty Baker, who got his first World Series last year, going for his second in a row. Bruce Bochy, we know what he did with the Giants. He won three and. Both of those guys managed the San Francisco Giants at one point. Dusty Baker took the Giants to the World Series in 2002. They didn't win, obviously. They lost to the Angels. I think I think it's exciting. I'm sure the entire state of Texas is going to be really into it. And keep in mind, Texas has never won a World Series, so they're trying to get there. And I remember when they signed Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, not that they're not great players. They are, but I remember thinking, well, that's not going to work. Like, they're going to need – a lot more than those guys to get him through. But of course, Corey Seager just, you can't get him out. And Marcus Simeon, he's, he's been outstanding too. So exciting moment for the, for the Lone Star State. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens with this thing. I, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, who knows what we're going to get for the World Series, but maybe it's time for some predictions and to bring on some other members of the, the Rays radio team. So can we do that right now? Can we get Becca Carney and, and Chris Miller into the mix here? And we can have a little – there get they are. There yeah. What's going on? Oh, thanks for having us, guys. You sure you want to bring on the uh, on the producers? You know, the, uh, the, the inmates running the asylum, right? Now look out. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I, I think this will be good. So should we – let's start 
in the National League Championship Series. We know what Neil's prediction was, but we'll have him give it again. So let's start with Andy. Arizona Diamondbacks, Philadelphia Phillies. Who you got? It's not what I want, but I think Philly's in five. I don't want it either, but I'll go six. Philly in six, yeah? Okay. Yeah. What about you, Becca? Come on. I said Philly in five. Okay. Oh, do we have to do games? Come on. I don't know if we're doing that. Do we have to? <laughs> um, yeah, come I on, Chris. I think that's into it. I mean, it's me you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I also said Phillies. Um, just like Andy, not what I want, but it's what I think is going to happen. Um, I'm not. I'm not betting against them right now. And you're not going to give us any games either, huh? We'll say we'll say six. Okay. I think uh, I think they get it back to Philly. Yeah. I initially wrote down Philly and four. I think they I think they could sweep. But since everyone else said Philadelphia, I'll say Diamondbacks and seven. Why not? Let's go. Yeah. See if Arizona can. Oh, chaos! Can get a second title. Chaos. ALCS though, this one might be a little bit tougher. Houston Astros, Texas Rangers, Andy Freed, what do you say? I got Astros in six, and again, it's not what I want. (laughs) (laughs) I want a Diamondbacks-Rangers World Series, but I think we're going to get a rematch of Astros-Phillies. I wanted a Diamondbacks-Rays World Series. Then I wanted a Diamondbacks-Twins World Series. And now I'm rooting for Diamondbacks-Texas, but I'm with Andy. I mean, I think we said it at the beginning of the year. Until the Astros lose, they're still the team to beat. So it's Houston and six. See, I'm going to go Texas. I've, I've said it and I've already, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going Texas in six. Yeah, we do need to throw that little caveat in there. Becca, uh, Chris, and I on our, our intern Parker's last day this week, we did uh, our predictions already. Um, so if anyone's doubting Becca, she's not changing her mind. Um, and her and I are. Yep, I wrote it her and I are aligned on this one. Uh, I'm actually going Rangers. Um, I do think there's a sneaky suspicion in my head that Max Scherzer plays a big role in the series. Um, not sure if that's going to go well for Texas or not, uh, or that, if that factored in my prediction, but I'm going with the Rangers. We'll say seven. It's going to be a battle. Okay. And I got Houston in five. I think uh... – yeah, until you beat them, as Neil said, they they are the team to beat. I think they're the more seasoned. I think having experience in the playoffs at this point of the postseason matters. And the fact that they've made the championship series now seven straight years is downright incredible. Now they haven't gone to the World Series seven straight years, but they're they're I mean, they're an amazing, they're an amazing team. They're they are in the golden age of whatever the Houston Astros organization is right now. I'm still looking forward to it. I'd love to see Texas get in there as well. They deserve it. They've never won a World Series. But, yeah, I got I got Houston in five. How about the fact, too, as Chris Miller just said, with Max Scherzer playing a role, if there's one guy that could beat the Astros, Scherzer did. When he was with the Nationals, he did beat the Astros. So, Right. There you go. Well, we appreciate everybody joining in. That was really fun, and can't wait to get it started. It starts Sunday night, game one of the American League Championship Series between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. We'll be watching. Got a bunch of former Rays playing 
in both of those series. I think Phillies and Diamondbacks starts Monday. Uh, it should be pretty exciting, and who knows? Maybe we'll get a rematch of last year's Fall Classic. But I think that's it. So thanks so much for joining, and we will talk to you all later. We'll have a World Series preview coming up very soon. Enjoy the rest of the postseason, everybody.